The Brandon Peters Show may contain explicit language and detailed plot points. For more information on the show, stay tuned to the end of the episode. From the co-ed mixer at the Cato Kalen Celebrity Life Coach Academy, it's the Brandon Peter Show. I hope you've enjoyed another week here on the Brandon Peter Show. It's time to close out with a song, as we always do. I'd like to welcome back from earlier in the week, John Roca of Outlaw Nation. Hello, everyone. Hello. Welcome back. Uh, today we are discussing Don Johnson's Heartbeat from 1986. Yeah. Yes! It comes from the gold album of the same name, and it was a top five hit on the Billboard Top 100 singles chart. It's a cover of the 1983 song by Helen Reddy. Yeah. The great rock and roll artist, Helen Reddy. Yeah, Helen Reddy. Love- well, like John Johnson said about his album, he wanted to make some like tough rock. And I'm like, yeah. this heartbeat is not, <laughs> not that. So, Johnny. Yeah. Heartbeat. I have you on here because okay. whether you remember or not, we talked about how we used to talk a bunch in our IQC and Testronic days. Yeah. Blu-ray testing. There was one day where we were having this discussion. You weren't involved yet, but <laughs> we were talking about actors trying to be pop stars that probably well, yeah. should probably shouldn't have or something. And I started talking about I was like Don Johnson Heartbeat. That was like my goat. I was like, they're like and I was talking to probably like Ian, Sharon, Georgia, and they were all thought I was full of shit. They're like, Don Johnson, dude, no, shut up. And I was like, no, it's called Heartbeat. The music video is terrible. Like you, and you walk in the conversation, and then like we started geeking out about this video because mm. you knew it. And I was like, thank you, because you proved <laughs> it existed. And I think we talked about it for like ever, and people are like listening to us like this legend was being told. I'm like, we have, I don't think you could find it that easy on the internet back then. Not like, back then. Like now, no. you, now it's got like a Vimeo page, like all sorts of stuff. You can yeah. find it really easy. So forever, I've attached you with a song because of that day. And when you were on Cult Cinema Cavalcade, we had intro an intro thing for people, but yours was heartbeat every time. <laughs> And so, awesome. and I think you were the first person on that show to have an intro that was unique oh. to themselves, and it was Heartbeat. Cool. But that's why. <laughs> but you actually had a legendary interview with John Johnson. Uh, yeah. Well, first, uh, I think now that you say it, I do remember having that conversation. But, but, you know, we had so many conversations oh, yeah. oh, on no, the job no. amongst us all. But I think I do remember that because, I mean, those are the things that, like, a little bit of pride there. It's good to know something that other people don't and then blow their minds with it, you know, right. and, and tell them about Don Johnson. I was like, oh, he's just my advice. Oh, no, he's mm-hmm. more than that. Mm-hmm. It was, uh, you know, he tried, you know, in the 80s were a time where stars were trying everything. And Bruce Willis tried to be that rock and roll star. He was terrible right. at it. But no, I don't know if there were many that, succeeded at the level that Don Johnson did with Heartbeat, which you could argue is a decent 80s song. It's not a great no. 80s song, but certainly I put it in my decent. 80s mix. I put it in my yeah. 80s mixes. Yeah, I think it belongs. If if, if uh, um, Party All the Time is in that conversation, mm-hmm. I think Heartbeat can be in that conversation. The lyrics are just as lightweight both ways, but I think what separates the video out from others, and, <laughs> and listen, I'm a, I'm a student and a master of music videos. I literally watch yeah. music videos on a plane 
whenever I'm going on a plane, I, I, I will have anywhere from 200 to 300 music videos at any time on my iTunes mm. or on my computer hard drive. It's purposely why I, my, my most recent purchase uh, last year of the 16 inch MacBook pro, the way, the reason I went one terabyte memory is because I wanted to be able to log in as many or download as many music videos as possible to keep on the memory of mm-hmm. my computer for any moment. And so I love music videos and music videos are, are a lost start nowadays telling the stories. And yes. and the eighties ones were great because they were complete non sequiturs within the actual music video that had nothing to do with the lyrics, nothing to do with the, what the song was about. And they, they were just basically either actors or directors or artists or creatives essentially, and I don't mean this in a negative way, creatively jacking off, showing what they could do in this new medium of music videos. It was the Wild West of of the 80s were a Wild West. And the the 90s were like where they tried to become filmmakers with it. Yeah, so where you get November rain and shit, you get nine... (laughs) 20 minute music videos. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, this was the time in the eighties where you do And you know, we did get thriller. So that was like a, a, an epic yeah. music video, but you know, for other music videos or things like this, like this video for Don Johnson for heartbeat is so interestingly weird. <laughs> you, you get the standard eighties, you know, block stuff, the mm-hmm. white background and the, the lighting tiles. Yeah. yeah. The lighting tiles, all the, you get Don jo- The first shots of Don Johnson are him and his standard Miami vice outfit. Uh, with the jacket and the thing and the sunglasses. And then, of course, then he's singing a completely different. But then there's this weird thing where he's a cameraman following yeah. uh, the El Salvador situation or whatever, but right. also following a woman. And so and, and that never gets resolved by the end, by the way. And it's so just all over the place, trying to be tough as nails, sexy, tough, explosions, war, Cool. Like this had to be expensive. Rock and roll. <laughs> yes, I imagine it was pretty expensive. So I don't know what sense makes a, this makes of it, and it mm. looks like it's from a movie, not from a music video. Yeah, and him when in he's the sing, the singing parts. Yeah, he's dressed with that puffy shirt, <laughs> and the way he holds the mic, and he has the moves in presence of like either an evangelica mega church preacher or oh. the lead singer of like a low rent Vegas casino cover band. Like, <laughs> and at the end, there's a funny part of the end too, where he points out a crowd that does not exist. Like, I'm not yeah. saying they're faking, like they're playing to a crowd. This room is not like a no. concert. It's a music video room. And he's like, I'm like, no, no, Don, no, no. <laughs> a, yeah. The way he moves, just like, you're not, I don't think you're meant for this, man. Yeah, it's it's like Not these live. athletes. It's like these athletes who try to be rappers in the '90s. It's like, no, no, no. There's people who do this really, really well, and they can't do what you do really, really well. So everybody stay in their lane and have fun. With Don, he was. It, this was so great, and you know, I got a chance. As you mentioned earlier, I got a chance to interview him for Collider one time. I started a show there called The Deep Cut, which I wanted to mm-hmm. do as kind of a creative outlet for myself, but also bring in some actors and creatives and directors who weren't necessarily being told yes by our other hosts because our other hosts were chasing clicks and chasing likes and chasing. And I was not about that. You know, if it happened to get likes, great, or views or whatever, but I was more about let's explore, let's expand into other areas. And Don Johnson was coming in with a movie that wasn't that well known, but it was about, you know, some kind of infiltrating, some kind of mafia movie from back in the 70s, about a real heist in the 70s. Mm -hmm. But it's just as he's about to shoot, knives out, 
And okay. right when he's finished Watchmen. So I'm oh. catching him right in this time to interview him for an hour. And it starts out like, oh, um, my publicist said it was only 20 minutes. And I was like, no, 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 we agreed to an hour. And he's like, well, let's just talk. And then if I want to do it and we keep going, great. And I'm like, how oh, can geez. I'm not going to tell Don Johnson? No. So, right. but, and I, and I get it. He's probably been interviewed a million fucking times. So, right. so I was like, all right. So we start to have the conversation, dude. It was an, a 55 minute conversation, almost an hour long conversation. And at the end, he's like, I hope we get to do this again. So that was an awesome like feather on my cap right. because it, it was a very relaxed, fun conversation mm. that went all over the place. But one of the highlights and Christian Harloff likes to bring this up on SCN <laughs> is that in the middle of the interview, we start talking about Dakota, his daughter, who obviously shades of gray and other yeah. uh, other films and stuff. And I mentioned how, oh, that's right. And I just came out of my mouth without me thinking. I was like, oh, that's right. She's the one that wears the Stanford panties, right? That gets out of the bed and goes, easy now, easy now. <laughs> and I was like, oh, shit, shit. I was like, oh, my God, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. No offense, no offense. And he was laughing. He was laughing. Because, I mean, Don Johnson slept with a million women. So right, yeah. he gets it. He gets it when a dude is looking at a you know beautiful woman in her panties. And so it was just like, it was so such a funny exchange. But he played it so well and didn't like ding me for it at all. It was a funny little moment. And I think we did talk. Talk about heartbeat a little bit. Oh. And he was just like talking about how, like, you know, he they let me do whatever I wanted. So I wanted to explore it and blah, blah, blah. And so that's what you get when you see the music video is them just exploring new ways to get yeah. people's attention for this song. And and Don's really acting, dude. Like he's like looking at that film. He's like stressed out. To tinker with the the little projecting machine. A young Paul Schaefer, yes. Paul Schaefer, <laughs> his only dramatic role. Because, yeah, Don's, like, super serious. Like, yeah. he sell, I mean, he sells the music video part of it. The, oh, yeah. The story part. The singing is where I got the questions of him being a front man for a, you know, safe for adults, wild 80s band. Right, That's right. backing him up there. Yeah, he's... <laughs> The, there's a scene like he's in action mode, jumping around with the camera, with the explosions. Yeah, and then he then he walks on like a model set, and he's all like bleeding and stuff. Like, hey, what's up? What's going on? <laughs> it's just it's so wild. It, yeah, it, and it exists. And I remember so I never knew this existed until mm. 1999. MTV did this thing called the the MTV Lame 25. It was supposed to be the worst oh. 25 music videos that ever aired on the network. It is to this day quite possibly one of my favorite programs MTV ever put out. What? It had, had Jon Stewart, Dennis Leary, Janine Garofalo, and Chris Kattan. And they went wow. through a top 25 countdown of the worst. And they do like Mystery Science Theater commentary to these things. Right, right. And they, they look like four people just hanging out in their apartment on a Saturday doing this. <laughs> and Heartbeat, and the, the, the promise at the end was the, the tape for the number one video would be destroyed and never shown on MTV again. And it was Heartbeat. But oh, that's a so, shame. And I was like, what? And the, there are worse songs than that. Most people probably remember this mostly... This special because of Vanilla Ice, they did Ice Ice Baby, oh. and they had Vanilla Ice come on himself to just he wanted to destroy the tape. That's right. when he was doing the uh, hardcore new metal stuff. Oh shit, I remember this, and he and got like he went too far and flipped out. Yeah, ape shit. He with the bat, and my favorite God, memory of that. that is Chris Kattan perched on a couch going Vanilla, Vanilla, <laughs> chill. Vanilla, cool down. And like someone got like a brute, like cut on their arm from debris falling. And it was, they had to go to commercial because I think they did it live. 
and it right. was nuts. But that's what it's known for. But they did like Journey Separate Ways had like the greatest like riffs I've ever seen on it. Yeah. Um, but this this is where I found out about Heartbeat, and I was like hooked ever since. And it was just ridiculous. Yeah. It was so fun to watch that special. If I don't know, they should just release that on like DVD or on like a streaming channel because that yeah. special. Was and you have four people. This is like John Stewart, like right before Daily Show was going to be a thing, right. and Dennis Leary. And I loved that. Here's a little more background to blow your mind about Heartbeat. Okay, it, it actually was an hour long HBO right. debut back in '87, uh, and it um, it it was this whole hour long uh, special where they incorporated the songs from Heartbeat. Don Johnson was hosting it and then you see that and so this special tells the tale of a documentary filmmaker who is near death after getting too close to a bomb in an unnamed mm-hmm. central american country which is why you see these things in heartbeat because it's connected to the overall hour-long right. video that they did so that's kind of crazy and i didn't know that was laurie singer by the way in, yeah. the, in the video she looks different from the footloose days uh and by the way she's ready for covid because she puts that mask on at the end <laughs> yes yes so. <laughs> I see, yeah, that was there that was there yeah and i guess that that hour-long special Ooh. also had like giancarlo esposito sandal burton yeah, that was david yep. carabi david carradine luis guzman and angela alvarado and willie wow. nelson apparently showed up in that special i tried to find more on that and it's just dead in the water right now hbo max bring back heartbeat <laughs> Yeah, Come bring on. back heartbeat. Come bring on. back heartbeat. Yeah. <laughs> and this song, I I saw it has been on four Miami Vice albums of like yeah. music from Miami, but never in an episode. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't even want it on their show. They're like, we're not going to put that in an episode. Oh, by the way, $2 million they spent on the video. God damn. damn. You said they sank money. They really did. And $2 million. It's dollars. $2 million, it's 1980s dollars. Yeah, it's Oh, my screen. gosh. <laughs> you can make a couple films for that. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, yeah. Heartbeat. Well, that'll do it for this week on the Brandon Peters show. John Roca. It is always the best time to get back together with you. Catch you up too, and brother. talk shop. I sincerely treasure it. Thank you um, very much. Same. Yeah. And before the weekend, where can people find content of yours to beef up their watching? Yeah, you can always find me at the Roca says on Twitter and Instagram uh, there. Follow me on social media, please. And then if you want to come and enjoy some of the stuff on the Outlaw Nation, go to my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash John Roca says, or you can subscribe to the Outlaw Nation podcast network, which has audio of all the shows from the channel there. And of course, my other podcasts, the Cinephiles, the Top Ten, and the Geek Buddies. There you go. Excellent. And I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Brandon4KUHD. We return next week with more fun, but until then, remember to keep the positivity in your online film chatter. Thank you for listening. The Brandon Peters Show is a Creative Zombie Studios production. Produced by Brad Shoemaker and Brandon Peters. Written and edited by Brandon Peters. Announcer vocals by Jessica Alsman. Theme song by Metavari. Web design and show art by Brad Shoemaker with Brandon Peters. All music and clips featured in the episode are property of their respective studios and no infringement is intended. Additional information on this and other episodes at thebrandonpetersshow.com. For any inquiries, press opportunities, or sponsorship, contact mail at thebrandonpetershow.com. 
show is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or anywhere podcasts are found. 